Welcome to Cooking with Christian, the only cooking show where you don't see the food. I'm your favorite Maxinista, Christian, and today I'm joined <laughs> by my good friend Liz. Say hello. Hi, I'm Liz. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Liz. <laughs> That's me. Oh my gosh. We are here today in our illustrious studio. Yes, beautiful. My living room. Um, the reverb in here is great. I don't know if that's an actual term. Guys, I downloaded Audacity because I... This is just going off topic and then we'll get back on it. But um, this is my last time recording on like Anchor's recording sound like mm-hmm. software. I downloaded Audacity. I'm going to be like legit. I need to like learn the lingo. So we were going to do it today, but I, I pussed out and just did it on like Anchor's again. Because I got, oh, guys, you're going to be so happy. I got two microphones. I got one coming on the way. Because we're actually not going to sound like we're 15 feet away when we're talking. (laughs) I'm, like, having Liz lean right into the microphone. Yes, I'm complying. Yeah, ASMR. But anyway, okay, so I'm here with Liz. We have a treat for you guys. We are making Crunchwrap Supremes. Yes. As a part of Liz's, um, it was Liz's suggestion um, this is hearkening back. This is um, very near and dear to me because I worked at Taco Bell. See, um, I didn't even know this. And then we we're at the store and he's like, well, yeah, I worked at Taco Bell. Yeah, it was my first job, 17 years old, working at Taco Bell. I baby was, Christian. yeah, baby Christian. Like I, there's photos of me working at Taco Bell. Oh. Um, I think I have one. I'll have to like post it on the Instagram. Yeah, you should. But, uh, do I still have it? I actually think I deleted it. I'll have to like call him. My friend Victoria probably still has it saved. But, um, you know, we're not going to get into my photos right now because there's some dirty stuff in there. But um, <laughs> we can get to that later, too. Not surprised. But um, not surprised. But anyway, yeah, I worked at Taco Bell. It was my first job. Um, I worked the drive through line, which is, like, the stressful one where you wear the headset and you hear the um, the doorbell ding of anyone who rolls into the drive through oh, It gives you PTSD. I worked the hot section. So I did, like, tortillas and the meats and, like, all that stuff. So nerve-wracking. It, like, made... I was good. I was fucking good. Like, you mm-hmm. can't shit on me working there. But the whole time, it was panic attack city. I was just, like... You're already, so... like, 16 in a nervous wreck. Yeah, you know? like... Like, first jobs are rough. And then the fact that I was working the drive through at a Taco Bell in Warren, Ohio, which is, like, druggy city. Like, druggy Ooh. central. So, like, everyone ever past 8 p.m. is high as shit in the line. Like, granted, I could get away with like child labor child labor laws where like no kid who's work like in school mm-hmm. can work past midnight or some shit but then once I graduated high school and it was summer my boss was like you graduated right and I was like yeah and he's like okay cool and like all my shifts were like till 1 a.m or some shit like it was crazy but anyway okay so we're making Crunchwrap Supremes. We're actually going to be doing a lot of the stuff off recording. The only thing we're really going to be doing at the table is um, dicing a tomato. Oh, Everything yeah. else is at the stove. So we'll be talking, obviously, but um, you won't be hearing a lot like yeah. you normally would. Excuse me. Oh, my gosh. I'm burping. Hey, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> shout out. Shout out to Jess. That was not a Jess burp, though. No, it wasn't. <laughs> not at all. Jess didn't burp on her episode, though. Oh, my gosh. Wait, she didn't? She might have done an off mic. Yeah, I don't think she did because I listened to hers. No, she was good. <laughs> hey, Jess. Um, she anyway. should have let one rip. Yeah. Jess, next time. Yeah, next time. We'll be recording um, this week again. But um, anyway... 
contrast frames. Yes, we're going to be dicing a tomato. I should list off the ingredients. Like most of our ingredients here on Cooking with Christian, it always starts off with a big knife. So we have a <laughs> okay. big, we have a big knife. Just waving a knife in my we face. Have a big, right. big knife, <laughs> big knife, cutting board. We have tomatoes. We have shredded lettuce, um, sour cream and cheese for the toppings. For the beef, it listed off all these spices. We wimped out and just got taco seasoning packets. Taco Bell brand. Taco Bell yes. brand. Mm -hmm. We're keeping it in the family. <laughs> so we have the beef, we have the taco seasonings, and then um, olive oil to sear that with, or uh, I don't know the terminology. I have a cooking show, and I literally don't know anything. <laughs> um, and then we have for the cheese sauce, it's just like um, you make a roux, which... I'm really pumped for the cheese sauce. Yeah, me too. I feel like... Our cheese sauce is gonna be like a little bougie. Like, it's gonna be fun. Like, we should have made it with like brie and like all that shit. Oh my god! But that would be gross. With, like, Actually, a yeah, like a yeah that's disgusting. Not disgusting, but like probably not that great. Yeah. But anyway, for the cheese sauce, you um, put flour, milk, and butter, and you make a roux, which is kind of like what the sauce, like the base of the sauce, mm -hmm. and then you add the cheese and you add it all together. And we're using sharp cheddar and then um three cheese blend for that. So it's pretty simple. Um, again, you won't be hearing a lot of it on recording, but um, it's not hard. You just sear the beef, you make the cheese sauce, throw the, all that shit in, and then you top it off. And then I know how to fold Crunchwrap Supremes, that's so the, we're going to have some fun. Yeah, that's the part I was worried about. We'll assemble here. We'll assemble yeah, on recording. that's a good idea. We're going to assemble on recording. We're going to make it off recording, but we'll still be talking. So basically, we're going to start by chopping or dicing this tomato. We have a nice firm one for everyone, just ASMR. <laughs> I'm slapping the tomato. Oh, I don't know how to dice a tomato. Um, <laughs> you know what? We're going to wing huh. it. You know, I saw a trick. Hopefully, I don't cut myself. Liz is a nurse, so even if I do cut myself, she could help. I, yeah, will attempt. Except she works on a psych floor. So. Yes, but, you know, so it comes could... up still. So. Yeah, so I saw this. I'm not going to recreate it. This My knives are terrible. That's like the theme of cooking with Christian is that knives are horrible on this show. I've had this these knives. I had this knife set when I first moved into my first apartment four years ago, so... It's still holding up. This is satisfying to watch. It's it's definitely hypnotizing to say the least. Um, riff for a second while I get a bowl to put these tomatoes in. Okay. Tell them about yourself, Liz. Oh man, I knew this moment was coming. Okay, this is a lot of pressure. Um, yeah, so I recently became a nurse. Um, I work in psych. Uh, you already knew all this. Well, I know. They don't know. Okay, yeah, but I feel, yeah. Um, you're yeah. there are 40 people that listen to this podcast on oh the my regular. Gosh, I don't even need to know that. Like, yeah. oh. like there are tens Man. of tens of people. Do that, you know everyone that listens? Um, there are some newbies that I don't know. Shout out to this one girl on Instagram that hit me up. Um, I forget your handle, but I will look it up in a second and give you a shout out because you messaged me on Instagram and you said you like my show. So you will get a shout yes, out. And I honestly, the more people, you will get a shout out if you say you like me. So <laughs> like, You will be rewarded. <laughs> you will be rewarded. Maybe not in this life, but in the next life um, with a shout out on Cooking with Christian. Yes. So when I get big and I make a cooking, a cookbook out of all my recipes, I will name them after you. <laughs> 
Yes. That would be cute. It would. Or like Liz's Crunchwrap Supreme, except that's definitely trademarked. Just <laughs> maybe not. It's going to be Liz's, what would be a Liz's, like, um, snap. Snap. No, what's like a, what's a synonym for crunch? Munch. Popple. Like, oh, mu- pop. not a word. <laughs> Pop, pop? Uh, munch. I'm thinking munch, of snap, snap, crackle pop. Munch, snap, grand, grande. We're just, like, we're just talking gibberish. Ariana Grande. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be called Ariana Grande. Maybe I'll have her on the podcast. This is yeah. definitely not dice. Shoot. Yeah, shoot she big. would be on here. Yeah. I mean, I would love to get, like, eventually um, some celebs on here. That would be fun. If you, like, what would be, like, the first celeb you'd want? So I, um, there is a drag queen on RuPaul's, or an alumni of RuPaul's Drag Race. Her name is Katya, Mm -hmm. Katya Zamolochkova, who was on season seven of RuPaul's Drag Race. And I love her podcast. She has a podcast um, called Whimsically Volatile. Everyone should listen to it. Not really shouldn't be plugging another person's podcast on my podcast. I mean, share the love. But I love her. She's so funny. She's like my comedy, one of my comedy inspirations. And I would love to get them on. Like Mm -hmm. her and Craig, um who's her co-host, I would love to get them on here and just chat. It would be literally in, like, what we're doing right now. Like, I would love that. Also, um, the the um, people who make My Dad Wrote a Porno, <laughs> I, I would that. love them on here. Um, that would be super fun. Another, so, like, maybe a non-podcasting celebrity. Yeah. Um, probably Carly Rae Jepsen. Honestly, that would be a lot of fun. Um have you talked about the magazine at all in here? What magazine? <laughs> like the one we yeah. were? No, I haven't talked about oh, that okay. yet. That's in the past. That's ancient <laughs> history. Who gives a shit? It like, just made me think of the whole my dad wrote a porno thing. Because I remember you talking about that like at every Oh my meeting. gosh. I mean, Sam got in the final. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Shout out Sam. Shout out Sam. <laughs> she was last week's guest. Um, no, I haven't talked about that. <laughs> okay, so to give some context. That was so funny. Um... Sam, who was in the last episode, um, she started a magazine and me and Liz were on the executive team. We were on like the OG team, like who worked on it. It was like a girls, a women's magazine aimed at um, college age, high school age women, just um, inspiring them. Um, I guess Sam was what inspired her. She was really dissatisfied with like um, girls magazines and what they were talking about, what they were covering, like Seventeen and Cosmo and like all those just like pretty like be pretty like you know this is what you could look like and she wanted something a little bit more inspirational so i ran the um i literally just put a piece of tomato in my mouth i've never done that in my life <laughs> just of my you own got nervous and you just threw it in <laughs> i am nervous eat like no one's business like same i was me and we're you know we'll talk about it in a little bit anyway i ran the culture section so it was like literature arts and travel you were in the education Honestly, section i was thinking about this today what was our section even called it was like was it, it was, empowerment yeah i think that's what it was. i can't remember yeah it was a long time ago if you guys go to it was called b magazine so if you go to b magazine what's the website dot org i think it's bmag.org yeah, i don't really know b-mag.org pretty sure yeah um if you go there you can read it's wonderful um the kids who are running it now are really great they're a lot of them are like our proteges that we had on yeah like who were on the under us when we were mm-hmm. running it so um, yeah. but that's how me and Christian met. That's and how I a met lot Liz. of us. That's like, how a lot of we the, made a lot of friends. How a lot that. of the yeah. crew, um, yeah, a lot of the crew came from that. Yeah. Like it was me, you, Harjus. I met or became closer to Corey and Jess and like yeah. all these people. Yeah, that was really yeah. Mm-hmm. We we had a little friend group. 
going on. Now all of us are all over the place. So yeah. But, but um yeah. God, I forgot. When you were like, what magazine? Like, did you talk about the I magazine? I thought you like, were joking or you didn't want to talk about it or something. No. I was like, what? Okay, so what I originally thought is um, me and Emily started our humor magazine. I didn't even know about this. I've been posting about it. I did not see. What? On my stories. Every Thursday, I post my new story title. Oh, wait. Yeah, I know about that. Yeah. I just have you don't read think... any of them? I have, but I don't think of it as a magazine. It's not really a magazine. It's like an online Yeah, which is how ours pretty much was anyways, but yeah, but you just don't think of it as that. Ours is more just, um, it's a publication. It's not really like a magazine. Yeah. Because we had B Magazine in like a magazine format online where mm-hmm. you like flip through the pages. It was like an online magazine. Right. But um, this is more, the one me and Emily run, The Good News. Everyone read The Good News, please. Um, we, every week, me and Emily post two stories um, inspired. It's a satire publication inspired by our time growing up in the same church. So it's religious themed, religion themed. Um, that's more just like, posts mm-hmm. like up and like on the page but everyone go check that out it's super funny yeah and Emily work really hard on it so. if you come from like a strict like religious background yeah, and you want and like you can an relate ex- if you find <laughs> if you find religious satire funny then you'll find it funny. yeah like you don't have to yeah me and Emily's voices are really different we work really well together mm-hmm. so like um yeah because it was so funny um me and Emily got the idea to do that mm-hmm. in um, January, and we started it, like, two weeks later, and I was joking with Sam when I was visiting her in D.C., and I was like, yeah, it's, like, really not that hard to, like, start a magazine with Sam. <laughs> like, I was like... It's I so was, easy. I don't know, like, why you were, like, bitching and complaining, because it's, like, really fucking easy. She wants to slay her. <laughs> yeah, my God. She was like, what the fuck? And I was like... Granted, she was running a team of, like, 15 people. And, like, yeah, she did the most. Yeah, like, me oh and Emily God. write an article each a week. Like, we're yeah. not, like, doing anything. And you're right. managing yourselves. Yeah, we're managing ourselves. The nice thing is that um, me and Emily, we came to an agreement. We were like, um, we edit each other's work, but we don't have to take each other's edits if we don't want to. I'm a pretty... Um, proud prideful person so it's hard for me to take critique and- really christian <laughs> no way on my first article emily edited it and sent me back her edits and i read them and i texted her and i was like yeah i just like don't really agree with your edits like i was just like yeah <laughs> and i was this is so dramatic but we don't we it's really casual we just like post whatever yeah. we want my article this week is um what day is it I think my article this week is my burnt toast one, which I'm not going to explain what it's about because then that's free. I mean, it's free, but like you need to go on the site and I need that traffic. But anyway, um, so that's coming out. Anyway, I digress. But when you ask me about that, I'm like, what magazine is she talking about? <laughs> which one that I've done? Yeah, which one that I've done? I've been on so many magazines before. Oh, no, yeah. But I'm happy for you. There's a lot of cool like little projects going on These right are now. what's like... like- yeah, this is what's, yeah. like, keeping me sane. I love it. Because, like, work right now, without getting into too much detail, it's not, like, horrible. It's just been super busy mm-hmm. and kind of stressful. So, like, having this to do on Sundays. Because Brooklyn, shout out to Brooklyn. She was on the Coconut Cream Pie episode. She and I were talking afterwards. And she's like, it kind of sucks that it's, like, I don't know if she said sucks, but I'm paraphrasing. She was like, you know, it's like, this is, like, your whole Sunday. And I'm like, yeah, but it's, like, fun for me to do this. Yeah. It's not, like, a chore. Anyway, we diced the tomatoes, so now we're just going to talk, and then we're going to, like, do the, the meat and the cheese sauce or whatever. Okay. But um, at least we're doing something. Last week, me and Sam literally just ate donuts. So. <laughs> and honestly, you guys, you might come across episodes like that where I just don't feel like making anything. You're just going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to listen, and you will listen because it's going to be funny. Um, 
So I had some things I want to talk about. Just little things. I like wrote, I'm getting into the habit of writing down little topics, like just That's little things idea. that come yeah. in. Um, oh my God, I have the grossest story. Oh, oh tell me, I'm so, a nurse. I love it's Give not, me the gore. <laughs> it's not like gore, it's just gross. Oh, okay. So I'm a really terrible sleeper. Like I sleepwalk, I sleep talk, I like, I'll like lucid dream where I'll be like half awake dreaming and like hallucinate things and freak out. Like I'm just not great to sleep with. So. Is it like, um, like sleep paralysis or is it I get that too. Okay. So like um, sometimes I'll wake it. up, I'll be I'll wake up, but I'll be half asleep and I'll still be thinking I'm in my dream. Yeah. And so I had a dream the other night. This was last Sunday, I think. Oh my god, it's so it is it's funny, but it's really gross. And I'm really glad I don't have like a like a boyfriend like who's spending the night like actively. And because it would have been really freaking nasty so i had a dream that i was wearing a retainer that was really thick it was like an like a centimeter thick it was the weirdest thing and so it was like my whole mouth was like filled with this retainer it was like an invisalign retainer and i was just like my mouth like in my dream my mouth was just watering and watering and watering and i woke up and my mouth was watering and i just spit (laughs) <laughs> like into my bed. Like I was literally like just like, I was just like, ew, <laughs> like, in, like I was just like <laughs> into my bed. And then I was like, what the fuck? I was like, did you just spit in your bed? And then I spent like 10 minutes like wiping and like patting. And I was like on my arm and I was just drooling and gross. It was so Imagine nasty. a guy just sleeping next to you and you and like wake just up be, and you just, just go, what? Like, just <laughs> face. Spit. Like, oh my God, it was so nice. I'm a really, really bad sleeper. Like, I I talk, I walk, I have sleep paralysis, I'll hallucinate, I'll wake up. One time I was half awake, thought there were bugs in my bed. I got out of my bed. <laughs> I, like, wrapped my blanket up like a knapsack, walked out onto my front porch, and, like, wafted my blanket out to get the bugs out. And then I was like what are you doing? It's the middle of the night. There's no bugs in your bed. So I just went back, made my bed and like got back in. I've moved my bed. Like I've woken up and had the intense desire to like move my furniture. The other night, this is like two weeks ago. So not really the other night. I woke up like, I think I woke up moving my desk. I was like, had my desk and I was like dragging across the floor. That's scary. I was like, what am I doing? And I like, you punch people like if they're sleeping with you i i haven't gotten I'm, that complaint yet i'm a violent sleeper i guess are you really yeah. do you like beat people up yeah like so i i will warn people or like i think i get annoyed when they're in my space mm-hmm. and so i will literally just like punch them or like give them yeah uh, no so well, i warn people that's good yeah. when i had the rare times i've actually had a boy sleepover i don't sleep I literally don't sleep. Mm-hmm. It's so hard for me to sleep with someone in the me bed. Me too. Because I've been sleeping single for 23 years right. of life. So whenever a man graces my pillows and my mattress, I don't know what to do. And I just cannot sleep. Like he, what's so funny is all the guys that have slept with me, they're like, oh, I've had the best sleep. I had the best sleep. And I'm just like, I literally fell asleep at 5 a.m. And right. had to wake up two hours because later. Because I did not sleep. <laughs> or I, I doze off. Like, I'll doze off and I'll just keep waking That's up. That's what it's I do. It's really, too. really hard for me to I sleep. I really need to, like, spread out and utilize, like, 
I my area mean, and I move a lot in my sleep. So they're in my way. My, okay. My parents are shady. So like years, a couple years ago, they bought me a queen size mattress. That's at my home home, like mm-hmm. back with them. I have a full size mattress here. I do the majority of my sleeping here. And it's a nice mattress, that queen mattress. Yeah. And I've been, every time I talk to them, I'm like, so like you can like move that mattress anytime. And they're like, yeah, we sort of figure it out. And I'm like, I really want like a bigger bed. Like I'm, I'm a large man. I'm just large. Like I'm six foot five. I'm just a big person. So like having a full size bed is fine when I'm alone. Yeah. But if I have someone in that bed, it's noticeably like tight, tight. So I just need that queen size bed. I need to get, I need to force them by like gunpoint to do it. I just need to be like, (laughs) you're going to like move this bed like up into the ceiling. I'm losing it because that bed is nice too it's like memory foam it's really nice and is it just like sitting there i mean well like okay so it's in my old bedroom like yeah. my childhood bedroom which is like a guest bedroom now and then I, I come from a long line of terrible sleepers my dad has like sleep apnea it's like really so, so my dad yeah it's like a dad thing it really so, is like, yeah so um and my dad also sleepwalk he sleeps talks like he's yeah. bad my dad me. has sleep paralysis i get that all the time we'll get to sleep paralysis okay so Sometimes if, like, my dad's having a rough night of sleep, like, my mom will either, like, kick him out or now that he has his, like, machine thing, mm-hmm. he will, like, she'll go down into my bed because That's it's, like, exactly a nice. what my mom does. But then, yeah, but then my they got my sister a better mattress. So then she'll just sleep in my sister's old bedroom, which uh, is right okay. across the hallway. I sleep in the basement when I'm home. So now that they don't, nothing happens. I just really need that bed. But, no, I get sleep paralysis and, um. I don't get it as much anymore. Mm-hmm. I, what is more common is I sleep on my stomach. So I'll wake up with my arms asleep because I'll be like sleeping on okay. my arms. Yeah. So I'll wake up and my hands will be oh, like, I've had that before. I hate it. Yeah. it's so terrifying when you're half asleep mm-hmm. and you wake up and you can't move your arms and your hands are clawed up. But what I've learned how to do is if you shake your head, it like loosens it up. It's the weirdest thing. So I wonder if it's like a blood flow thing. I don't know yeah. why, but she if you ever wake up kids in the middle of the night and your arms are you have slept on your arms, so your arms are asleep mm-hmm. and like it's all fuzzy and your muscles are like t- tense. If you shake your head, you're it'll like that's weird. It's weird. So I was talking about this um this weekend actually with my friends, and like mm-hmm. you know when you're like in sleep paralysis and you like can't move anything on your body it feels like yeah so someone told me that if you like try to move your nose it works hmm so i'm i've actually never had it but like i've gone through moments people try that and tell us if it works i hey guys call in little social experiment oh my gosh we should do call-ins i would never do that (laughs) because i would get some crazy shit yeah that's true that'd be funny it's unpredictable the thing is, is you can't really have like um a call in on a podcast like you yeah, can, it you, has to be like you would have recording. to, I would have to, if I had enough followers or like people on, I could post and be like, Hey guys, I'm recording between like seven and eight. If you mm-hmm. want to call in, but like, you'd have to like plan it out. It's not like a radio show that's live where like you can just get. Yeah. I in. listen to like an advice podcast and they like have people leave a voicemail and then just play oh, that's it. Nice. And then, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I could do that. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, I've gotten sleep paralysis quite a few times in the past. And like, it's not fun. You wake up. Sounds horrible. You are awake. You can't move anything. You hallucinate things. Like a lot of people hallucinate like someone sitting at the end of their bed or standing in the corner or like yeah. I watched Chucky once 
And then I had sleep paralysis and I thought I saw Chucky and Bride of Chucky like running across mm-hmm. my floor and like I could hear their footsteps. It's the craziest thing. You basically just have to wait till your body wakes up. Yeah. And Sam, who was a neuroscience um, in undergrad, major in undergrad, she was like, oh, that's like a sign of like Parkinson's. Like you're going to get Parkinson's when you're older because some, she explained it or some crazy thing. And Parkinson's runs in my family. So oh, shoot. Yeah. I, it, like, I know it's like seizures as well. Like, yeah. It's like a seizure thing too. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Right. Like hopefully. But um, it's not like, I'm not that worried about it. I haven't gotten it in a while, but I, I will, I sleep on my stomach. So I have my arms like under my pillow. Yeah. So I'll wake up with my arms asleep and it's like not. It's right. I fucking hate okay, it. Okay, question. So yeah. if you could know, like, all the, like, things like that, like, if you were going to get Parkinson's or, like, what your chances are for, like, anything, would, would you want to know? know? Yeah. I feel like for those ones, like, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, there's, like... Like, the ones that you can't... Like, technically cure. Yeah. I wouldn't want to know. Like I would just things. want it to happen. And if it happens and then I know, then it's fine. But I wouldn't want to spend my whole life, like waiting for the moment that it happens because alzheimer's does run in my family too so i just really don't that's kind of how i feel about all these like genetic tests like the 23 and me things like i don't i personally think that's just the government taking stock of your genes for when they want to wipe out a group of people but we're not going to talk about that right now yeah but anyway it's it's a little sketch i don't know yeah i don't trust that stuff i i don't really want to know i i don't care about like what part of the world i'm from like like I don't right. really care about that. Like, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. And we're just white. Yeah, like, I'm just You know, white. it's going to be like Germany or yeah. some shit. No, it is Germany for me. Same. It's, it, it's Italy. <laughs> as far as I know. Yeah, as far as I know. It's Italy, Britain, and Germany. And it'll probably say more, which is North Africa, because my family, like, just, like, ancestral line is from Sicily, which is commonly invaded mm-hmm. by like north africa so like there might be some of that in there yeah but for the most part i'm fucking white like it's boring whatever yeah. it's boring i'm white like i am not i i hate white people that are like italian french you know german swiss i'm like you're fucking white like shut up like <laughs> you grew up in you grew up in shaker heights by cleveland like you're not shit just like i think the most and it's my own people i quote-unquote people, I hate Italian-Americans sometimes. Because they are they are so heavy into that shit. They're like, I'm Italian-American. Mozzarella, like, parmesan, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, you probably didn't even take Italian ever. Like, you've never been to Italy, probably. Like, you are going off, you have a cookie table at your wedding, and that's it. Like, great. Huh. Yeah. But that's more of like a Northeast Ohio thing, the cookie table. But anyway. <laughs> maybe I, just, I feel like this is a super specific example. I have someone. a very so – I grew up in a town with a lot of Italian-Americans in oh, it. And okay. like, oh, my God. I'm Italian-American. Like, my mom's side of the family is Italian. But, like, I could give a rat's ass. I like the cooking. Mm-hmm. Country's probably beautiful. I haven't been. But there's just obnoxious. There's just sometimes – even my own mother. She'll be like – I'll be like – Oh, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm going to the store. I'm getting some mozzarella and some ricotta. And I'm like, shut up. I'm like, you don't. I'm like, why are you pronouncing it that way? It's mozzarella. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, like I'm when over people it. try to put like a spin on. I'm words. over it. Like, I'm all for being proud of where you come from, but there's a line. Hmm. There's a line, my personal line. Like, because then I know a lot of people like Sam's family is like directly from Iran. Like, her parents are, like, she's first generation, like, born in Mm -hmm. this country. So it's, like, that's fine. Or even, like, 
I grew up in a town with a lot of Greek people and their families like maybe second generation like right. in America. So I'm like, okay. But then there are people like my family, for instance, came from Italy in 19 like oh four or something. Like we're like seventh gen, like not seventh yeah. gen, but like fourth, fifth gen. I'm like, come on. Like they just want to hold on to their culture. They want to hold <laughs> I'm not very sympathetic towards that. So. <laughs> He's like, no, it's like you yourself. <laughs> no one have a culture anymore. I'm tired of it. I'm over it. Anyway, God, we're digressing. I'm gonna get a look. <laughs> I know I'm like a, we're we're preaching. <laughs> no, I know we're fine. I don't yeah. think anyone's gonna be like you know what? You can don't crawl up my puss about this. Like <laughs> I'm allowed to have an opinion. This is cooking with Christian. <laughs> and I'm not about, I'm, you know, it's whatever. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. On. As we make Crunchwraps for Supremes, which are rip-off Mexican food. Oh, yeah. My uncle, there. he's from Mexico, and he hates Taco Bell. Like It's just not I good. mean, I don't blame like, Yeah, I don't blame But I'm going to eat it. Like, yeah. it, I don't think of it as, like, real Mexican food. Oh, you know? no. Like, it's not real yeah. Mexican food. It, they it's don't claim to be. Yeah. Right. They don't claim to be. I mean... I work there and I still eat there. It's mainly because it's so cheap. Mm-hmm. It's so cheap. Right. Their dollar menu is like the best dollar menu of any fast food place. And they're actually, honestly, the probably the best for you. The best for you. I'm like burping, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, they're probably the best like health-wise. It's not a lot of like fried food. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think of like anything else. Subway, Chipotle. Yeah, There's weird things that breach the line of fast food. I don't think, yeah, Chipotle, oh, I'm going to say Like it wrong. Panera, like is that fast food technically? Okay, we are running, okay, we are going to take a little break. We'll talk more about fast food. I'm sorry if I offended anyone with the <laughs> ethnic stuff. That's just my own personal opinions. It's not like, you know what, you could take pride in whatever, wherever you come from, that's great. But if you're just white, you're white. Get over it. Move on. Okay, so we're gonna take a short break. We're gonna sear the beef, and we will be back in a little bit. So bye, bye for now. And we're back. We just um, seared the beef. We made the cheese sauce. Um, we're just going to hang out a little bit before we assemble our crunch wraps. Um, Liz was just showing me this hot dude she's dating. We don't have to get into <laughs> details, but he's super hot. So yeah. if you're listening. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oh, man. I don't – because I was like – gonna post this but now i'm like oh i don't want him to hear that oh it's funny yeah it's not like you're telling him yeah it's not like you're telling him you're like ready for him to pop the question that's that's true i'm I'm just saying that he's hot no he is i'm waiting for him to i don't think he like realizes it you know what i mean so if you're listening just so you know (laughs) realize it liz thinks you're hot and i think you're hot so anyway we'll go get off the subject but i just had to bring that out because that was super it was a lot during yeah. the during the commercial break. <laughs> uh, what's funny is the commercial break for you guys is only one minute long, but we just spent twenty five minutes like making all that shit. Right. <sighs> Sorry, I had to sip my water. Um, what else did I want to talk about? There was something funny. Um, oh yeah, go to your topics. I only have two. <laughs> oh well. Oh my gosh, there's a guy I follow on Instagram. He goes to OU. He works for like some sort of student involvement thing, but he's always posting about condoms on his Instagram because he works for like a sex. Um, I think it's almost like a like a student health type thing. He's always like, 
they're always like having events and shit. He's supposed to get your free condoms, everyone, wrap it up. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, like good for you for spreading that around. Right. We need more of that. But yeah. I find it so funny. Every time he posts, it's always like it's always like free condoms in the lobby. And I'm like, oh, what lobby are you at? Right? Like I am proud of you if you're listening to this. <laughs> Mr. Adam, but like, uh, <laughs> shout out, shout out. I say that a lot. I think what? it's just during this podcast. Anything, shout out, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah, that's just podcast voice. Okay, you just have to be like, it shout just out. like came naturally to me or something. Yeah, I think. Okay. you just gotta shout these bitches out. All right. Anyway, um, what else happened this week? I got a record player, which was fun. So, like, when I was in DC, Sam got me a vinyl records so then I bought a record player so now I just went crazy at used mm-hmm. kids records on Summit Avenue sponsor non-sponsored but please sponsor me <laughs> um I need to work at a record shop That'd I be know awesome. I know so much shit yeah like I was conversing I bought a Bobby Gentry album and she's like an old country singer mm-hmm. and I was talking with the guy checking me out this was at a, another record shop and he he was like, oh, she's great. And I was like, yeah. Like, and then she just fell off the face of the earth and she won these Grammys and she did this and did that. And like, I was walking out with the person I was with and I was like, I just need to work at a record shop. Like, I know so much shit about music. Mm-hmm. Like, dumb, like, weird facts. But I feel like it would be fun. Yeah. I think I'd look like the type that would work at a record shop. Though. I could see it. I got oh, new glasses, sure. too. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. I noticed. <laughs> like, I got new glasses. Um, just That was the same day I went to the record store. Anyway, I got a vinyl record player. I feel like a dick, though. Why? I feel like assholes have vinyl record players nowadays, and I'm one of those. (laughs) And it's, like, like in your bedroom. Yeah, like, in my bedroom displayed. Like, I just feel like, um, I didn't get it from Urban Outfitters, though. Because I feel like the pretentious people get it from Urban Outfitters. It did, like, seniors made me want to get one. Senior year? What? Seeing yours. Seeing yeah, yours. Maybe okay. you want to get one. I thought you said senior year is a good time to get one. And I was like, oh, okay. But I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I got mine at Target. Oh. For like $49. Oh. Funny funny anecdote to go along with that. So it was on clearance, 49 bucks. Checked it out in the tech center. She scanned the normal barcode, which came up as $69. And as I was walking away, I'm like, she didn't do that right. So then I immediately went to customer service as I was walking out. And I was like, hi, I literally just bought this. Um, can you correct this? I got my money back. So nice. hey. Actually, Advocate for yourself. Yeah, literally. I was like, because part of me, I'm not, I'm not combative with customer service at all. Like, if someone makes a mistake, I normally don't say anything. But because I was legit about to just walk out and be like, whatever, I'll just pay full price. But I was yeah. like, no, that's like $22. Like, I think you don't have to go about it in the way that some people do. I know. Like, it's just working in customer service. I just remember being on edge all the time, no yeah. matter what. So I always try to be like that peaceful customer that doesn't make any waves. That's just normal. Like, yeah. if I'm at a restaurant and I get the wrong order, I'm never saying anything. Oh, get this. I worked at Victoria's Secret. Did you really? Yes. This girl came up to me, Mm -hmm. lays a dirty pair of undies (gasps) at the counters. Like, um, I I only had these for like however long and they ripped. I'm like, they're underwear. Yeah. I'm, do you want me to touch them? Right. Like I was, I had no idea what to do. Do they have like like, dates on the tags? I feel like you could have looked at a date, like a copyright date. I don't know. Maybe. I didn't, I wasn't there. And that's why Victoria's Secret is going out of business. Right? Yeah. Hello. Because Liz didn't return a pair of dirty underwear. Yeah. Like, I worked at, like, a pool supply store, and all the 
customers were so mean. Mm. And like, um, I was just, I became mean, like dealing with that. I'm not a customer service person. I should not be. I work in an office now. Office environment is environment for me. Like I should not have to deal with returns or deal with like people who didn't like their product. Cause I literally, I was a cashier at the pool store. There were some customers who were notoriously bad and I was like, not nice to them. Not like a bitch or like anything. I would just cold. I was just yeah. cold. And I was like, hi, welcome. What can I help you with? Like, I was just not like, didn't want to engage. Like I was just like, get your product and leave <laughs> type of person. Yeah. Cause then there were people I liked who would come in and be like, Oh, hi, how are you? Like, but for the most part, I was, like, like just cold. And well, if my, they're going to be like that to you, then. Exactly. And I had my boss told me, she said, you always balance. Your drawer always comes up right at the end of the day. Michelle, who's the other cashier, she's like, that, she was like, Michelle's the nice one. You're the one who gets the numbers right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and that's why you're cashier. And I was like, okay, I'll take that. Like, I'll be the mean one that. Right. Like gets it right i guess mm-hmm. now oh my gosh i went from taco bell to the pool store to working at the business college so like i just have i've worked like every environment yeah possibly have. i was like in a bakery like but mostly like in the back like doing dishes like and doing really gross stuff but sometimes i'd hand out the donuts um <laughs> then victoria's secret then daycare now oh. my job now but, and now you're a nurse yes and now you, now you, um, I'm trying to get Liz to break HIPAA. He is. And like, and, and tell me the exact names of everyone <laughs> she works, uh, like, does shit with. You were telling me, you work in, like, the kids' psych. Yes. Ward. Yes. And, like, um, you were telling me that sometimes they, like, not hook up, but they, like, date each other. Like, the teens. Yes. I mean, they're normal teens, you know what I mean? Yeah. But can't be doing that. Um, we don't want ward. any... Yeah, psych ward babies. Um, yeah, so I've had to like, yeah, follow kids around and be like, huh, let me get in here and separate you two. She is a yeah. professional cock block. Yes, I am. She gets paid to cock block, which I think is funny. Mm-hmm. Ripe for comedy. Like, you were telling me that, you were telling me the kids are just nice. They just, yeah. Just I, th- I think it's, yeah, exactly. It's like they come from, not so great circumstances usually. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's like what people think it is a lot yeah. of the time. I feel um, like the media has really portrayed like right. mental illness and like yeah. psych wards and stuff as these like hostile, like dark. Yeah. I think it comes off of the, or comes from the time when it was like that, when yeah. people treated people with mental issues horribly. Right. And we still haven't shaken that image of like And they try to portray it as like a horror movie. You know yeah, what I mean? or just like a thriller or yeah. very tense, like um everyone in there's crazy and they're mm-hmm. gonna kill themselves all the time. When I feel like most of the time it's probably just Yeah it's normal like, with little bursts like out like Right. There's there's spurs. times where it's you know intense. But it's not like I can just think of like so many times where everyone's like laughing and having a great time. We're just doing whatever activity and yeah. you wouldn't like really, you I guess think it's just you, a normal Which is like the whole thing about mental illness. Like you can't always just like Assume. tell. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I just, you know, like I've been one suffering with mental problems all the time and there's just days where it's bad. And then there's time, like stretches of time where it's perfectly fine. And I'm like, yeah. la la la, like I'm going to the grocery store. Right. So like, 
when you tell me like the funnier stuff where you work, I'm just like, that's nice to hear. Like, yeah, you've got teens in these awards that are like dating and right. like quote unquote yeah. dating, and it's just like normal uh-huh. shit. Like you'd hear that on like the school bus, right? And they just happen to be in the psych ward. In a lot of ways, it feels like you're being a teacher or like mm-hmm. a parent kind of a thing, babysitter, but... like daycare, right? Yeah. yeah, which is my other background. So mm-hmm. it's not all that unfamiliar. Just sometimes with behaviors, yeah, more extreme. But now you are in nursing school. Yes, you did your undergrad at OSU too. Uh-huh. What were you in undergrad? What was, was sociology? It like... Yeah, okay, and I and also did, like, um, just, like, kind of, like, anatomy and physiology. Okay, and so, like, pre maddy type yeah, stuff, like, yeah. medical. Like, you knew you were going to go into, like. Yeah. yeah. And then I was, like, I just like sociology, so I'm going to yeah. have that be, like, my major. But... Yeah, but then you did other stuff. Yes. Because you, um, so you graduate. Is nursing school technically, like, grad school, quote, unquote? Like, can you go right into nursing school? Yeah, you from can. From high school? I just... I just didn't, but you can't. I think there's just so many programs like that because people realize that later on. Yeah, um, they, so there's a lot of like quick programs. So I became a nurse in like a year and a half, like granted with the other yeah. um, classes and stuff that I had already done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then I'm going to like go on and do like NP school. So it's like yeah. my program is like all in one. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Did you always know that like um, when you went into undergrad, did you know you wanted to be a nurse? No, I was like, I was very like, yeah, I was conflicted. I knew I wanted to do something medical or I was pretty sure at least. Mm -hmm. So I just was like looking around. Um, And I mean, it took me a while to decide on psych too. I just Mm -hmm. like shadowed people and I don't know. I just like it. I I like thinking. I feel like it's not as intense. Like as, in a way, as being in like a like in surgery yeah. or like in the ER or it's, the ICU, they're definitely it's intense in different ways. I would say, yeah, but it's not like a lot. I feel like it's probably not a lot of like blood, guts, accidents, oh, yeah. bullets, knives, like right. Which type like thing. yeah, which, I don't think I used to think oh maybe I do like emergency medicine, but it's ugh, it's too much. Like yeah, I just don't like when it's that. Like I I think I was telling you guys the one time I just pressed like the the shock button for someone mm. and I I was like shaking for so long after. It's just it's a in lot. emergency medicine you press the um, shock button. It was like on it was like on like a cardiac unit. Like they just and it was like Oof. controlled and everything. So they were like, oh can like the student nurse press the button and the doctor was like sure and they're like okay you're gonna press it at this point and I'm like I was like oh okay and they're like making jokes like oh he's dead now and I'm like uh what like yeah like I was like this is not the time to make jokes for me right now Yeah, because no. <laughs> my sister uh, she got her STNA and then she got she's an MA she's a medical okay assistant. yeah and she started um when she got her STNA, I think she was working in um, the dementia ward of a nursing home. Okay. And she was like, no. She's like, I yeah. can't do that. Now she works at, I think, a pain management clinic or mm-hmm. something like that. It's like, she's more of like, it's like in a doctor's office. She's not like in a hospital or anything. Okay, yeah. Like she's working like front desk, like that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But she, right when she got her STNA, she got placed in the dementia ward. And she was like, it was just, she, she quit after her first day. Yeah, like, I've it. I've heard that a lot. Yeah, um, because those STNAs usually work in the nursing home, mm-hmm. and it's just really hard with the dementia patients because they are usually. I mean, not to like place the stereotype, but like a lot of times they can be combative. Mm-hmm. Um, 
or and just, just like kick out of nowhere because they're scared. Yeah, they, they don't, don't know what's what, going on. Yeah, yeah, they're having trouble. I am not in the medical field yeah. literally at all, so it's like fascinating. I have like a lot of friends, and I know a lot of people mm-hmm. who are in that because I wanted to be a pediatrician for like the longest time, but then I realized I don't like kids in that way. I was going to say, I don't know. I, I wouldn't peg you as a kid's no. person. And then I just wanted the money because yeah. my godmother is a pediatrician. And as a kid, I was looked up to her and I was like, oh, I want to do that. But it's because when we would visit or like hang out, she had a, they had a big house. Like all yeah. stuff. I was like, oh, like I'm going to have this like glamorous life. But then it's literally not glamorous. And I don't hate kids by any meaning of the word. I just don't. I couldn't work with children. Like, mm-hmm. if I have kids, like, I'll love my kids, obviously. Yeah. Or, like, if they have friends, like, obviously that's fine. But I am i couldn't, like, be a, a doctor and, like, be around kids all the time. And then I just knew, like, going into undergrad, like, I wanted to be a writer and, like, write and all that yeah. stuff. I just knew from the jump. I was like, that's my talent. That's what I want. So it's also fascinating hearing people who switch and, like, yeah. take a while. Like, not a while in a bad way, but, like take time to find out who they Yeah, so many people be. in my program used to be like writers and do mm-hmm. other things like that and then came to whatever specialty they did. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool to hear everyone's story behind yeah. that. Yeah. I just like I know a lot of medical schools it's like a they look for people who have like they do, different yeah. backgrounds. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't be in med- I just couldn't do medical stuff like I I honestly when people ask me, especially for medical school, I pretty much, and it's also, you know, my own personal, but I kind of advise against it. Like it's, it's just so much of your life and I, it's already a lot. How many years? Like six, seven years? It just depends on what you're doing. But yeah, off the bat, it's those four years. I think the least is probably like six years and it's just like, so strenuous. I don't know. It just takes over your life. Yeah. Even this, I feel like it takes over my life sometimes. Because Sam had a guy, had a um, fellow student in her neuroscience undergrad program Mm -hmm. who wanted to go to medical school and be a pediatric neurosurgeon. Mm -hmm. And she explained to me, she's like, when he goes to medical school, he'll have to learn to be a pediatrician, then learn to be a neurosurgeon. Yeah. And then, like, put that all together. She's like, he'll be in school for, like, 12 years of his life. I was dating a guy for a bit. Same thing, like pediatric surgery. I don't know yeah. what he wanted to do. But I was like, like I, yeah. Here's the thing. They're also in so much debt Yeah, from school. I mean, granted, they'll have the money to, like, pay it off. But, like, they have a ton of debt. They'll be in, like, right. $100,000 worth of debt from medical school. Yeah. Just like, no, no, thank you. Like, mm-hmm. if I go to grad school, I'll probably have the, like, benefit of being in a program that will pay for me yeah. to be there. Because I'll be in a writing program or something adjacent. But, like, in med school, like, I feel like it's kind of like going into undergrad if you, like, you don't get a scholarship. Like, you're – I mean, you'll be right. working, but also you don't get paid as much as, like, you normally will when you're graduated. Right. And you're being in school for so long. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I come from a pretty unconventional, like, family because my dad was undergrad. He was a chemical engineering undergrad, but then he switched to seminary and became a priest. So, yeah. like, he went off and did his own thing. My mom was psychology. Mm-hmm. She kind of stayed doing that stuff. But, like, my sister took a while to find out what she wanted to be. And then, like, my brother just switched his major from um, computer engineering to um, – it's not – what is – with the weather? Uh, Meteorology. Okay. Meteorology. So we all take our time. Like, I knew yeah. what I wanted to be from the jump. But, um, yeah, my dad, like – 
it's kind of interesting. Like seminary and like med school is kind of similar. Really? It's weird. It's really weird. Like oh. there's structure where like you learn in school and then you basically like become a resident uh-huh. at like a church. Okay. And you're like the student, like yeah, like priest, priest okay. for like a year. It's not as long. Mm-hmm. I think it's like three years. Yeah. But yeah, you're, like you're a student in the classroom. Then you like go and become a Teachers resident. Yeah. do that too now. It's like yeah. a thing. Yeah. It's like he's like a student. He's the student mm-hmm. priest. And then, like, you um, – then you get, like, placed. They, like, place you. They get placed – that's the scary thing is they can place you anywhere. Oh, wow. Like, where they need a priest. Mm-hmm. Technically, he was Lutheran at the time, so it was a pastor. So it was in St. Louis was where his school was. My parents got married. Then they placed him in Oklahoma. Okay. And that's where I was born. So, like, they lived in Oklahoma, and then they moved to Illinois. We moved to Illinois. Then Akron, Ohio. Then Warren, Ohio. So, like, it could wow. go – yeah, we That's did a like sweep. Being a military kid. Um, oh yeah. How? So does he know about your articles? Oh yeah, he knows about them. Really? Yeah. yeah. I told. Is he I tell cool them. A, it? He's not gonna like tell me no. Obviously, because okay. I'm a, I'm an adult. He finds. I think he finds some of them funny. Yeah. It just it just depends. Okay. Like on the subject matter. Um, I wrote one about kids crying in church mm-hmm. that they found funny, and they were like, "Which ones?" Because like. They were like, which kids did you base it off of? We were in church the other day, like, trying to figure it out. I'm like, they're not really based off anyone. But then I wrote one about um, pregnancy tests and detecting, like, your immaculate conception. And my dad, I think, was a little, like, "Mm." and I'm like, you're not going to, like, stop me. My mom found that one funny. But uh, my mom has a, um, like, they say dry sense of humor. Like, I say we have, like, a wet sense of humor. Like, my mom's kind of like me. My dad's sense of humor is very dry, and he doesn't like joking about like church stuff a lot. Like, yeah, which makes sense. Like, that's he's very devoted. Like, mm-hmm. he's just doesn't like that's just he just doesn't like church jokes a lot. Doesn't like a lot of that. <laughs> and like, I I love joking about church. Yeah, like, I grew up like as a kid in church, like all this crazy shit. And um, I'm not gonna go into too much detail. I have a lot of like niche stories about being in church, but yeah, he they know about it. Like, I told them about mm-hmm. it. I was like, yeah, me and Emily are starting this. And they've known Emily for years. Like, we grew up together. Yeah. So, And I think when I first told them, they were like, oh, okay. And then I told them some of my ideas for articles. And they're like, that's funny. Like, mm-hmm. they found some of them funny. But it just, it really depends. I don't think he'll, like, I don't think he's, like, actively checking the website. Granted, yeah. they, they don't really handle technology very well I was gonna anyway. say they might not even know if they're not I send them. Like, I sent my mom, like, okay. it was funny because I, um, I sent her a link to one. And then the next week I went home and I was like, did you read my second article? And she's like, well, you didn't send it to me. I'm like, well, you can go to the homepage. And she's like, what? And I'm like, just click the homepage of our medium page. And like, you could read it. Aww. And they just don't. So yeah. if I send it to them, they'll read it. But okay. it just, it depends on the topic. It's the weirdest thing. Like, it's just, it's just like, um, to, it's so crazy. Like church is like his life. But also his like workplace and like all this stuff. It's it's really weird. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird um energy around it. Like um he doesn't like a lot of joking about it. Um he has a good sense of humor, but when it comes to that, that you can like really tell he's like gets offended yeah. <laughs> when you joke about church stuff. But I love joking about it. <laughs> so with these articles, I think it's just a lot of um he won't read it. Unless I send it to him. So, like, I won't send him one that would, like, offend him a lot. Yeah. But um, we're also not looking to offend people. Like, that's not – we're right. satirizing it. Like, we're, we're poking fun. We're not meant to – like, um, Emily wrote an article 
that was funny, but one of the jokes, like, jokes, like, um, she, quote-unquote, she said, she called Jesus a motherfucker. Oh, gosh. She was like that motherfucker from Bethlehem, and I was like, uh, I was like, I wouldn't really call Jesus a motherfucker. <laughs> just a word of, word of well, advice. Like, I was just like, that's bridging, because when we were brainstorming the idea, mm-hmm. we said we're not trying to offend people or be, like, outwardly mean, or mean spirited. Right, like something that they could almost relate to. Yeah, like, relate to. These are supposed to be funny and like, yeah. like something you would read on like Onion or, mm-hmm. or like Click Hall. And not meant to be like mean spirited or malicious. Like, because it's really easy for like comedy or like a joke to be mean spirited. Yeah. Or like bullying. And we don't want that. And so when I read that part where he called her a motherfucker i was like uh i highlighted it in the google doc and i was just like i i would change this personally i was but we have that caveat of we don't have to take each other's advice yeah but even emily was like i'll change it she's like sometimes when i write it just all comes out and i I type it so fast i'm just not thinking about it Mm -hmm. um that's what i kind of like emily's sense of humor is a lot more um it's kind of a little bit more crass in a good way where I kind of like a nice, like nuanced, like um, referenced mm-hmm. joke. And it's funny coming, like my dad being a priest, I have a lot of like really niche, like references and jokes. And like, I'll be reading an article aloud and I'll find like something funny. And then I'll be like, Oh wait, you wouldn't know that unless you knew this specific Bible passage, like how this is worded. Right. Like, so that's kind of the fun I have with it. But, um, I love, like, John Mulaney does a lot of, like, Catholic mm-hmm. jokes, and I love it, because it just, like... You get reminded of it. Like, yeah, or it's something that you wouldn't, like, think that other people, I guess, like, experience, or, like, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, yeah, that happened in my childhood. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so this is what we're meant to do. Like, we mm-hmm. share a lot of these funny stories. Like, my first article was five kids who will cry during the gospel reading. And I wrote about like five kids, quote unquote, like I named them, I gave them traits and talked about them. And my mom was like, who were they based off of like in church? And I was like, well, they're based off of like character traits. Like any of these kids right. have them, but it's relatable. Like you read that and you're like, Oh yeah. Like I've heard this kid cry in church once. Like that's what's meant to be. But um, yeah, when she called Jesus a motherfucker, I was, I was like, girl, you might want to, you might want to change that up. Yeah. Like just saying, and even Harvest, when I told her about that, Harvest was like, she needs to change that. Like someone's going to read that and get pissed that yeah. she called Jesus. The like the line is here. I mean, they can't see me. The line is here. here she's yeah. like here. This is a visual podcast. Yes. Yeah. It, I'm it, sure it, you can understand what I. Yeah. yeah. It really hit a, it hit a, a point where I was like, to me, when I read that, I laughed because that's just my sense of humor. But I was thinking of it in the point of view of of just a normal Joe Schmo who, like, open it. Because we tag it, like, humor, comedy, mm-hmm. Christianity, like, religion. So someone who gets, like, a notification that's like, this article comes up of, like, a topic you like. And they're like, oh, this could be funny. But they might be, like, a religious person yeah. and, like, read that and be like, oh, that's uncomfortable to me. Um, I like pushing a boundary, obviously. Mm-hmm. and. But I think if it's um, that could be considered malicious. I know from her it wasn't. But right. someone could read that and be like, oh, that's malicious. For sure. Because I wrote, um, what's the one I wrote? I forget. I I wrote one, the one coming out this week. Um, it's kind of based off those times where people are like, 
I saw Jesus burnt into my toast, like that kind of thing. Yes. And it's based out of, it's like, reads like a news article and it's based in Mississippi. Uh And so I was like, I can make country bumpkin jokes, but I feel like that's kind of low hanging fruit. I was like, but I allude to it. Like it's alluding to it, but I'm not saying like these dummies, like, like, cause they're from the country and they're stupid. Like I didn't want to do that. Cause that's so easy to make that type of joke, but it's in there. Like you can read that and be like, they're definitely from the country. But so I'm excited for that one to come out. That's coming out this Thursday guys read up. But um, yeah, I've never written humor pieces before, surprisingly. Yeah, that is surprising. I've never written a humor piece. Like, all of my writing is normally, like, um, fiction, like, dramatic stuff. Like, a more serious tone. So, Emily has written for humor websites before. So, it was nice having her to be like, this is how you should pace this. Or Mm -hmm. this is, you should move this here. So... It's interesting. It's a fun project. I I honestly would like to get to a point where I have friends submit stuff. Like if they have any ideas and they write a piece and they're like, hey, I wrote this piece. I'd be like, we can feature you and like yeah. put you up. I would love to have that happen. It would obviously be a discussion with Emily, but I think that'd be cool if we got to a point where we could take like guest yeah. contributions. But anyway, okay, so we are going to... Take another little break. You'll hear the nice little jazz sounds that I've been putting in. Um, We're going to take a break. We're going to get our stuff ready to assemble these crunch wraps. I hope I remember how to wrap them. We'll see. I I, I feel like we'll just come back to you. You'll be like, oh, what? (laughs) Muscle memory. Okay, so we're going to um, pause, reflect, um, get some more water, and we will be back in a minute. And we're back again. We're going to assemble some stuff. Hopefully I remember how to do this. I feel like you're right. I'm just going to, it's going to come back to me. It's all coming back to me now. I love that song. Um, All right. So. I'll set the scene. Yeah. You're 16. Your (laughs) beeping is going off. Oh, yeah. your headset. Someone ordered a crunch wrap. (laughs) And we're going to go off. If I remember correctly, there's a way to do it. So, my jeans are too tight. Um, so we couldn't find the little tostada shells, which is like um, those flat circular tortilla shells. So we just got hard taco shells. We're gonna break them in half. <laughs> because do. we're because we're classy. Of course, <laughs> they come in one huge packet. Um, I'm gonna break them. Do you want me to do something? No, I got them. Okay. Okay. Setting the scene. I'm six. I'm seventeen. Yeah, I was seventeen. Okay. I'm seventeen when I got my job at Taco Bell. I'm seventeen years old, having a panic attack in the heart in the hot foods line (laughs) at Taco Bell. Okay. Gonna break that. Work. Cool. ASMR, guys. Now, if I remember correctly... Looks good. Yeah. So far. Cheese sauce goes first. Guys, the cheese sauce, so good. It's good. It doesn't taste like nacho cheese, but it tastes good. It, like, tastes really good. But it doesn't taste like, um... Like normal nacho cheese. Right. I think it's better. Um, How we made that was you melt two tablespoons of butter, 
in a pan, heat that up with three tablespoons of flour, and then a cup and a half of whole milk to start. And then you throw in as much cheese as you want. And then we continue to put whole milk in there um, until we got the desired like thickness that we wanted. And that's how you make the cheese sauce. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so cheese sauce goes first, and then beef, and then the hard shell. And then on top of that is um, lettuce, tomato, and sour cream. If I, I hope that's I helpful. feel like that sounds right. Uh, yeah. I eat these pretty frequently. Go on. <laughs> Liz is an aficionado. Yes. She's a taste test aficionado. We're going to have so much cheese sauce left. <laughs> okay. We can fondue later this week. That's if we true. Need to. I mean, would it, is it still going to be good by then, though? I don't know. I feel like, like it that's was. The but... thing. Okay, beef going on now. When I was working there, you had to like learn obviously take it was like an online class of how to make everything <laughs> and then there was like a virtual like test where oh, you had wow. to like yeah it was very intense <laughs> i just like my hand that's gross um okay hard shells going on i'm just letting christian do all of this i've been I'm, observing today she's going to um be working on taco bell now yes <laughs> no more nursing for you Yes, that is my ultimate goal. <laughs> okay, lettuce next. Okay. So lettuce, put that down. Liz is opening the sour cream against her will. <laughs> um, I love sour cream. Me too. I, I feel like it. a lot of people hate it. I used to not like it, but I was a kid. And kids don't know shit. Right. Okay. <clears throat> so we put that. We put the lettuce. We're going to put some tomato. I hate tomatoes, but I'm fine with tomatoes and other things. But by itself, it's gross. Which I kind of agree. Reverse back to when I just ate tomatoes here earlier. Right. Um, I might be a huge liar. And then some sour cream on top of all that. Now this recipe, and I think it's because I'm gonna get a little bit more. I think it's because these tortillas aren't as big as they need to be. Uh. We you also get small tortillas and put them on top of it so that it all seals together really neatly. So we're gonna do that. So then you have those small like taco ones. Taco Bell has like their own like tortillas that they use. So we're taking the smaller taco ones and we're mushing it down. <laughs> Real gross sounding. We're mushing it down. We're mushing it down. Okay, okay. this is the hard part. I think you fold it. Oh, it, it looks great. Oh my gosh. Muscle memory right there. Yeah, wow. literally. I wish you could see this action. Wow. Yes, God. Beautiful. Oh I don't even gosh. want to grill them. Wait, I'm so oh my gosh. I wanna, like, yeah, you can I take, take a, a video of you doing this? Yeah. Wait, okay. Sorry, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll post these videos. Okay. Folding some crunch wraps, guys. <laughs> Tune into Cooking with Christian to listen in on this action. Oh, this look, one's ripping. Like, look at this beauty, though. Holy she shit. is beauty. She is grace. This, and this is in your face. Okay. Yes. Christian um, used to work at Taco Bell. So. I used to work at Taco Bell. Yeah. So now you know. Um, sorry, we had to take a video. Um, wow. I was really shitty at folding um, burritos. 
really bad at folding burritos. Well, you're but I'm really good at. So. I'm not grilling these. That's what's I just that's want to eat this. Do you want to just okay. eat this? Yeah, sure. I don't feel like toasting it, but that's also because I haven't eaten since like four. We're like a bit hungry. Yeah, a bit is an understatement. I'm very hungry. Okay, let's bite in. Get off your phone. I'm adding it to my store. I'm promoting you. (laughs) Yes. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mmm. Tastes exactly like a... Like a crunch wrap. It actually does. If we would have grilled them, I think it would taste even more. Oh, it's, oh yeah. It's good, but like it would taste even more. I need to take a um pick. I'm so impressed. We did the damn thing. Yeah. I'm gonna take a picture. Cause it'll last longer. Okay. <laughs> Posting it to my Instagram story. I need to post it to, like, the actual um, Instagram, like, the podcast's Mm -hmm. Instagram. My boss, hey, Heather, if you listen, is, um, replied to my thing. She goes, bring one to work. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty gross, though. This could be dangerous because you could make so many with this. I'm probably going to make this and then just, like, do that every day. It is dangerous. See, also, okay, kids. Fun fact, if you toast these, they will stick together a little better. But, again, we're super hungry. We deserve this, yes. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) Next, I'll make, like, a Big Mac. Yeah. I have videos all the time on, like, Facebook Mm -hmm. of, um, like, how to make, like, knockoffs from fast food. And they always do, um... They always do Big Macs. I always want to make those food Facebook videos. So that's what I really looked at Mm -hmm. to decide what I wanted to do. I love Facebook recipe videos. Half of those recipes, I swear, would make me shit my pants. Mm -hmm. Because there's so much chocolate or cheese or like, (laughs) it's just too much. Have you heard of mukbangs? I feel like that's what we're doing right now. What? Mukbangs. Mm -mm. It's like a thing on YouTube where... You just sit, you like watch someone eat, like they're just eating and oh, like milk. talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought you said milk bongs. <laughs> I was like, I've never heard of that. That's weird. I know. It's funny. No. This is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did the damn thing. Yeah. I need to make, like, it tastes like the crunch wrap I talk about. I it mean, it really does. I would hope so, but. I mean, I thought it was going to taste different. Like, honestly, even the cheese sauce, I feel like, mm-hmm. is the same. I will say, kids, for the cheese sauce, put Monterey Jack in there if you can. Also, I think the next time I would make this, I would put in the other taco seasoning pack mm-hmm. to make it a little bit more. That'd be good. Yeah. Because in the, um, we just threw our own seasonings in and we put in just some salt, garlic, Pepper, red pepper, and paprika, which tastes great. Yeah. But I would put the other taco seasoning packet if you have two in there. Mmm. Yeah, this is it. Y'all gotta make this. Yeah. We're really fucking good. Mm-hmm. I'm also super hungry, so. <laughs> that may have something to do with it, but. We are eating crunch wraps at 10 p.m. on a Sunday night. <laughs> but y'all. 
This is something that Taco Bell could never give you. The sense of accomplishment. Right. In making it for yourself. Mm-hmm. It feels healthier. I don't know that it is, but it does feel... This is what I'm talking about. I feel like Taco Bell is not that bad for you. Mm-hmm. Because this tastes like what you would get to Taco Bell. Yeah. I think it's better that I know where the meat's coming from. Oh, yeah. This is, like, quality meat. Yeah. Me and Christian went up to the meat counter, mm. and we asked for a pound of ground beef. We both had never done that, like, without our moms. Well, no. Yeah. No, without. Mm-hmm. No, you're completely right. That was a very adult thing. I'm proud of us. Yeah. Me too. No, this is nice because I feel like um, this confirms to me that Taco Bell is not as bad for you as you would think. Yeah. I mean, I mean nah. working there... Everyone always asks me, there's like, what's in their meat? Mm-hmm. I always say, I don't know. It comes in bags. Mm. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's nice to know where the meat is. Yeah. <laughs> Not to ruin Taco Bell street cred, but, you know, their meat. We took down Taco Bell, Victoria's <laughs> Secret. Yeah. People who are proud That's of their it. ethnicities. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making a little taco. No, because I'm Ooh, just, I'm just really, it's like really, a cheesy cake. Yeah, yeah, I'm just really hungry. I'm going to like package all this cheese up and save it for later. You should. So, yeah, guys, we're, we, I'm happy with this. <laughs> not that I haven't been, not that I haven't been happy with like my, all my other recipes that uh-huh. we made, but this is like, um, I feel like when you, um, make something that is like iconic. Mm-hmm. from like a fast food restaurant you want it to like taste like you want it to be that product yeah because like with all the other recipes i made it's like normal like it's just like we just made the recipe like it's not known anywhere yeah oh yeah good <laughs> we're stuffing our face with yeah we really are <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time i think i've ever extendedly eaten on the podcast yeah I think that since the, you know, at the beginning, you're kind of nervous, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. And now at the end, I'm just like stuffing my face, like talking with my mouth full. Whatever. We're friends here now. We're friends. Well, we've been friends. <laughs> I guess I mean with these abstract um, people that I don't hey, know who they are. <laughs> he's strangers on the internet. Um. Anyway, I think we're going to sign off. I think it's time to sign off. We're going to enjoy some more of our food, package it all up if you want to take some home. Oh, yeah. Package this and have a ball. But um, thank you guys so much for listening to my seventh episode. We are really coming along. Um, I wanted to say I'm finally on Apple Podcasts. So for all of you guys that listen on Apple Podcasts, um, I'm available now there too. So I think I got the big ones. I got Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Casts pay for that one mm-hmm. um yeah so now i can officially say i'm everywhere fine podcasts are um displayed yeah play no excuse not to listen no excuse not to listen all you guys out there you don't have to go on anchor anymore you can um go on apple Podcasts, you hoes so if you have an iphone and you don't have spotify i don't have spotify so i could never i'm really happy because i can finally listen to myself your own podcast without having to go on like like Without, if I didn't have Anchor, the app, mm-hmm. I would have to like go through all those steps. So now I can finally listen to myself on my preferred platform. Um, 
Thank you so much again. Thank you, Liz, for being here. Of course. Suggesting, Thanks for having me. Suggesting this wonderful recipe. Um, next week, I believe I have Emma on. I don't know what we're making. Don't quote me on that. I have my date <laughs> book, like, all across the room. But, um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, please subscribe on wherever you listen to. Follow um, my Instagram, Cooking with Christian Podcast, at Instagram. Um And thank you so much. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.